RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Thursday morning, two features, Money Talks and Perigo's Perspective. Lindsay Perigo joins me right now. Lindsay, good morning. Welcome back to the program. Great to have you. Buongiorno, Paolo. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you, I, I suspect I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you, did you watch that yes. leaders debate? Only two leaders, not all of them must make a, a point of that, but the leaders debate on your old network. I did, and it's the first time I've been to that network, literally, and I use the word advisedly, the word literally is overused, but literally, this was the first time in decades I'd gone to my old network, and it was most revelatory, shall I say, in in many, many ways. But yes, I watched it, and for me, it confirmed what we often say that this is a uniparty regime. The two were indistinguishable. They were both inauthentic. Chris Luxon, Christopher, as he insists upon being called, is more skilled at it than Chris Hipkiss. My advice to Hipkiss would be next time, let the real you come out because we don't want these inauthentic robots. But they were playing woke reach around all night. And as I say, Luxon is more skilled at that and probably cemented any lead he has in the polls, which is a depressing commentary on the status of our voters. Two two questions. Are they still brain dead? That's the first question. I mean, As I often say, they're now proof of death after death. Okay. The worst the other, thing, actually, yeah. the, the worse than the inauthenticity of the two leaders was the moderator. Yeah, that's kind of what I, I was referring to. I don't yep. know her name. I, I don't keep up with that channel, but she spoke in the typical contemporary fry whack and she would not shut up she spoke more than they did and we didn't want to hear her stupid opinions but she thought we did and the- why, why do you think that happens Lindsay? because i mean we've all been in that situation kind of and you know surely there's someone an adult in the room somewhere that says to the host oh by the way shut up <laughs> you know it's no. simple but the so-called they don't. adults in the room are telling them to behave in that way. They're saying it's all about you and behave as though it were all about you. And worse than that, not only did we get this and the constant interruptions, but from the shots from behind, her dress had a slit down the middle of the back, exposing flesh as though she were some sort of sex symbol, which she most assuredly is not. So oh, we were not just getting, we were getting pornography and very bad pornography at that. That was a disgrace. And that was, as I say, TVNZ, not just brain dead, proof of death after death. So someone, someone thought that out. Right, someone thought that out. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right, it, it, indeed. And they kept repairing to that shot. Hideous, 
Yes, uh, you're yeah, quite who right. the hell are we and, and dealing it's with? Important it? to to identify that that was deliberate, intentional, premeditated pornography. Who the hell are we dealing with here? Subhumans. Oh, okay. Well, you said that. All right. Um, and and just quickly on the because you mentioned you know if you were coaching these two, surely they realise that that what they're saying, their responses is very close to what the other one is saying. Surely that's not a good thing. You need to have some point of difference. You need to have something that um that that you know separates you from the other guy. They don't even seem to worry about that, it seems. I think the advice they're getting is that the more closely they resemble each other, the better. As I say, they were playing woke reach around. My advice to Hipkins would be next time, don't do that. Be yourself. Because I had the sense that underneath all of that woke facade is a real human being struggling to get out. I would tell him, let it out. Be yourself. Let us see what you're made of. Don't try to out-schmooze Luxon. He's a past master at it. He's a complete slime ball. Do not be like him. Let us see your humanity. I may not agree with Hipkins' policies. I certainly don't, because he's just Jacinda Jackboot Mark II. But at least be authentic. And th that would be my advice to the other leaders of the other parties when uh, they participate in similar forums. Don't go through this woke charade. Be yourselves. Yeah. No, okay. All right. Oh, dear. All right. So, Lindsay, it's all yours. Go for it. <laughs> I was deeply edified and gratified. <laughs> That's for you again, Henry, to receive among many edifying and gratifying messages recently, the following from Anne. Quote, I don't know much about opera, but listening to the show about the two tenors this week brought tears to my eyes. I would like to say that this was all because of the extreme beauty of the songs which you shared with us and for Lillian's story. And it was, in part. But actually, what really provoked my emotions was because the perfection of those voices got me to thinking how so much of what surrounds us today, music and otherwise, is of such poor quality, such a lack of pride in doing the very best one can, too much celebration of the crass, mediocre, and awful Thank you for sharing your memories and this music. Your show is such a breath of fresh air. Keep going, unquote. Thank you, Anne. I have six words for you and a hold that thought. Daniel Trifonov, Franz Liszt, Transcendental Etudes. Hold that thought. It's indeed easy to become dystopic when crass, mediocre, and awful are the norm, where this sort of noise, for instance, 
is considered human speech. He's not showing up on MSNBC. He's not going to CNN. He's not doing a local news interview, for instance. He wants to hang out with Joe Rogan. And they haven't like, invited him. That's exactly. a lie. I, there is no possible way that there haven't been invitations. They don't want him to speak at a public hearing. Again, and I, I've said it a million times. It's really weird, guys, that you guys all like him, who's running for my party's nomination, more than I do and more than other Democrats do. I chose an American example because whenever I choose a New Zealand one, snowflakes' feelings get hurt. I suspect after our preliminary conversation, Paul, that will be the case anyway. It's no coincidence that aesthetic collapse is happening in tandem with the collapse into tyranny. George Orwell spoke of the laryngeal horror of the squawking of the hate mobs in 1984. But it did fair startle me to see leftist icon Chris Trotter in a superbly written blog post recognize just how awful his side have become. Delirious hatred, the dystopic tendencies of 21st century Progressivism by Chris Trotter, September 15, 2023. Quote, I think I've worked it out. Why, writing about today's version of progressive politics leaves me feeling so depressed. In the end, the reason I cannot bring myself to vote for either Labour or the Greens is very simple. It's because they are joyless because the logical end point of the ideology they espouse is one of universal dissatisfaction and unending conflict. In other words, their direction of travel is dystopic. That's why so many voters are pulling away from parties they have supported all their adult lives. They don't like where Labour and the Greens are going, and they'll be damned if they'll go there with them. Chippy can talk about bread and butter all he likes, but everybody knows that he and Grant Robertson have already committed themselves to less butter and thinner bread for at least the next three years. We also know that if by some miracle Labour Green wins the election, then none of the initiatives which both parties signed up to over the past six years, radical ethnic nationalism, censorship, transgenderism, are going to be abandoned. What looms ahead of New Zealand if Labour Green wins is grinding economic austerity and relentless cultural warfare. Thinner bread and bloody noses. Still quoting Chris Trotter here, it is precisely this sort of conscious deception, this deliberate fooling of the voters, that has transformed progressive politics from what used to be a joyful affirmation of idealism into a joyless exercise in dishonesty. Unquote. Chris goes on to compare contemporary progressives, the ones I call woke fascists, to the Khmer Rouge, who, quote, 
constructed an ideological system grounded in deception and death, having been marched out of the cities and into the countryside, bourgeois Cambodians were encouraged to confess their crimes against the people. By no other means, the commissars told them, could they be welcomed into the rural utopia which the Red Khmers were bringing into existence. The moment they stepped forward, of course, they were denounced and suffocated. Still quoting Chris, over the top, barking mad, grossly defamatory of activists who only want people to be free and equal. How I wish it were true. But one only has to visit the febrile world of social media to grasp the perverse enjoyment contemporary progressives derive from flaming, deplatforming, and cancelling. Oh, what an ominous word that is. Those who refuse to step forward and confess. A woman like Posey Parker, perhaps. Those who were in Albert Park on the 25th of March, 2023. And those who watched the many video recordings made at the scene could not help but note the delirious hatred of the mob and the brutal behavior it spawned. Such is the praxis of the postmodern progressive, telling the news media that theirs was a gathering of peace and love while punching a 70-year-old woman in the face, and then, shamefully, having their lies accepted by the supposedly independent intellectuals appointed to expose and condemn media falsehoods. Unquote. Chris Trotter couldn't be more correct, of course, and I congratulate him for saying all of that, though I don't know what else he expects from an ideology founded on coercion. Mark Levin has a new book out this week called The Democrat Party Hates America, chronicling the whole history of progressivism, not just 21st century, in his country. I can't wait for my copy to arrive from Amazon. The left, the woke fascists, have long since given up on reasoned arguments to the extent they ever used any and resort instead to hissy fits, temper tantrums, and delirious hatred when they don't get their way. Donald J. Trump is now President of the United States. President Obama. What a great honor to be able to introduce for the first time ever anywhere the 45th president of the United States of America. I am so sorry <laughs> to my world. I am so sorry to my world. This is not what we want. The riots, the burnings, the lootings, the killings, the cancelings were inevitable. Those are the things woke fascists do. But there is a world of decency and joy, numberless ecstasies to which humans like Anne can repair and cancel the joyless woke fascists from their consciousness. Did you hold that thought, Anne? 
Daniel Trifonov, Franz Liszt, Transcendental Etudes, with apologies to Mr. Wordsworth. For oft when on my couch I lie, in vacant or in pensive mood, they flash upon that inward eye, which is the bliss and solitude, and then my heart with pleasure fills and dances with the Daniels. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.